The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So now that it looks like most folks are here, why don't we go ahead and do our opening chant, the suffusion with the divine abidings, or what we sometimes call the four quarters chant. So sitting comfortably, I'll ring the bell three times to begin. Now let us make the four boundless qualities shine forth. I will abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with compassion, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with compassion, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility, and without ill will. I will abide, pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with gladness, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, around and everywhere, and to all as to myself. I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with gladness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. I will abide, <clears throat> pervading one quarter, with a mind imbued with equanimity, likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth, so above and below, 
around and everywhere, and to all as to myself, I will abide, pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with equanimity, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. And if you haven't yet, adjust the posture so that posture is relatively relaxed, relatively still, relatively upright. Feeling at home in the body. And we're allowing the body to find its natural ease as best it can. Allowing the heart and mind to find its natural ease as best it can. And for many of us, it can be useful to use aspects of the present moment to support this gathering, this collecting the energies of the heart and mind here and now in the present moment. So for example, the obvious one is to simply be aware of that rhythm of breathing in and what that feels like in the body breathing out and what that feels like in the body. Because of course that rhythm of breathing in and breathing out happens in the present moment. So if there's a the simple recognition, the simple knowing of breathing in, okay, so this is here and now. And then to begin to appreciate that grounded, stable, pleasant quality of of being present here and now. There's something right and pleasant about non-distraction. And we can use the general experience of the body sitting or more specifically, the sensations of breathing in and out as a support to notice the present moment and to notice that subtle pleasantness of being present. There is a very real pleasure in non-distractedness in the same way that there's at least a subtle 
if not in obvious stress, when the mind is distracted or lost in thought. And of course, one of the essential learnings in our Dharma practice is that the more calm, the more continuity of present moment awareness and the tranquility that comes with that, the easier it is to notice what gets in the way of bodily calm, mental calm, so this contrast, when we're relatively calm, relatively settled, relatively present, then it's much easier to learn these tendencies of the mind to become distracted, in a, in a sense, to take the bait and then get lost in mental proliferation a spinning of emotion and thought feeding back on each other where thoughts create more emotion and emotions stimulate more thinking and thinking stimulates more of that feeling tone and emotional feeling tone and that emotional feeling tone stimulates more thinking and this is what we mean by papancha or mental proliferation distractedness. And the truth is, is probably at least in moments we realize this is most of our waking lives, lost in thought. The drama of planning, the dramas of worrying about this and that, of imagining this and that, speculating, analyzing, problem solving, comparing, wondering, and we're not thinking that thinking is bad. It's the recognition that thinking without awareness, without that recognition, no, oh, it's just thoughts. The mind is planning this out and it's like this now. And that mental proliferation is that recognition how one thought tends to set emotion, the next thought, and then the next, and on and on, until the mind literally exhausts itself. So then the mind tends to look for another topic to obsess around, because it wore one topic out, and then it finds another. And it could be the complete opposite, where we're judging ourselves, we're being lost in thought, and then that becomes the next obsession. Why can't I get my practice together? Why do I get so lost in thought? I bet this person doesn't get lost in thought. Maybe I'm not built to be doing Buddhist meditation practice. And then we might catch that or get exhausted with that line of thought. Oh, I'm going to give up. And then we think about that for a while. Or I'm going to go on a big, long Buddhist retreat, and I'm going to really show my mind who's boss. And then we'll obsess about that for a while. But we have this other 
option that we want to train the mind to really appreciate the inner subtle but very real pleasure and we could generally call it the experience of non-distraction or the continuity of present moment awareness in Pali language we call it samadhi that unification that coming together the heart mind body here and now in the present moment and there's a emotional and spiritual healing that happens when the mind has the stability of present moment awareness. And knowing that feeling, that pleasant feeling, really supports the deepening and the greater continuity. So don't be shy about using the experience of the body sitting or if you like a more specific anchor, using the ordinary, unforced sensations of breathing in and breathing out, just connecting and sustaining that natural interest in the whole body sitting, or specifically the movement of the breath in and out. And when other strong phenomena, experiences arise, well then they'll likely come into the forefront of attention and the wisdom and awareness will simply know, okay, now this is being known. So it's not our meditation anchor for a while, but it's what we might call a distraction, like a little mental, emotional storm has blown in, a new weather system. And now it's like this, it feels like this. This is the present moment experience being known. So that's not distraction. That's just knowing the predominant experience in the moment that in a sense has trumped the meditation object of the breath or the whole body. But the continuity can remain even when these other phenomena come front and center in a sense, they're saying, look at me. And so wisdom and awareness acknowledges, okay, this is being known. It feels like this. It's just this experience being felt, being known. Can this be okay? And whether the answer, which you don't have to give, is yes or no, it's okay. So if it's not okay, well, what's that like? Can that be okay? The mind rejecting something. It's just the next thing arising in the space of awareness, in the space of the present moment. So let's continue now in silence for about 20 minutes.
and remember. We can't help but learn when the mind is relatively distracted, then notice the stressfulness of how the mind is caught by the content, needing to finish the planning, needing to problem solve, needing to compare. In a way, we can feel that the mind is in the grip of the story, in the grip of the content. Oh, this is stressful like this. And when the mind is relatively free from distraction, notice the lightness of that and the space of freedom of that. And we'll keep sitting for another seven minutes or so. And for these last five minutes, you could explore keeping the present moment in mind, but without a meditation anchor, without relying on the breath or the sensations of the body sitting or hearing or whatever you might be using. And in a sense, we use the, we start with the idea of being present here and now, the way it is here and now. And in a way, that idea of being present can be a kind of supportive 
anchor and the reality of the present moment of course is quite diverse different objects coming and going sounds and sights and thoughts and emotion and sensation and we don't need to fixate on any particular movement in the present moment but just knowing that there's this activity here and now in the present moment so try that for a few minutes at the end of our set now A sense that everything belongs just as it is. We don't need a different moment. There is always a way to be present. Which is as simple as understanding it's like this now, feels like this now. Again, remembering there is a pleasure, subtle, but there's a pleasure in being present. So seeing if you can sense that. A willingness to be relaxed and exposed to what's coming and going, what's being felt, wide open, sensitive, non-judging, Perhaps this is the way to go through life all day long. Wide open, sensitive, not judging. Not feeling the need to get tight about what's moving in the moment. Just do what needs to be done, say what needs to be said. but perhaps no need to get tight. And of course, if the heart gets tight, no need to get tight about getting tight.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.